0: don't stop doing the things that actually get you the results in your life welcome to the diamond life mentor i'm your host Belage de Bicardos, and i've got something to share with you and it just might be the key to unlocking more freedom in your life. I'll show you the way. Hey, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Diamond Life Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, De Bicardos, And I'm super pumped and excited to fill you in and share my experience over the last few days where I actually traveled down to Dana Point, California, and participated in a private, small, intimate mastermind to uplevel my skills. And there were so many amazing, powerful takeaways that I learned that I wanted to pass forward to you so you can apply them in your life, apply them on your particular journey and part of where you are inside of your business to continue to have the mindset that allows for you to level up and grow. So a little quick backstory. Obviously, I am growing in my skills just like you. And there are certain areas of our life that sometimes we can get complacent or comfortable or not realize that we could be a lot better and we could grow even further and so forth. And in my particular case, I speak for a living, quite literally, right? I speak in all of my businesses in certain capacities. And my communication skills have always been predominantly speaking when I'm leading when I'm selling, when I'm marketing, when I'm communicating with other people. It's such a huge part of what I do, and it's probably one of my greatest gifts and greatest strengths that I've developed since I was a little boy. I unnaturally was very much a talker, a center of attention. I love to tell stories. My dad was amazing at telling stories. He was very detail-oriented and made you sort of imagine being in that exact place at that time without leaving anything up to you to fill in the blank. So I learned that skill from my dad as a boy that all those details matter. So therefore, for me, one of my challenges actually is short form content, you know, getting to the point point. and it always feels as if all the details matter and it's hard for me to leave certain pieces of the story out, if you will. So anywho, I've been speaking for a long time. I've spoken internationally on stages. And part of my evolution and part of my growth that I'm focusing on now that I've built my business for 10 years and had an opportunity to speak into and train and coach and inspire so many people, literally thousands of people in the last decade, that I really want to take my speaking to the next level. I want to take this skill set and develop it further and learn how to deliver my message more effectively in lots of different ways. And when you study speaking, for example, there is a uh, formula where it's only 10% your words, 20% is your tonality or your voice inflection of how you have a range going from really pumped up and excited down to kind of quiet and whispering. And what is your range in your voice? So it keeps people engaged and captivating. And you probably notice my ability to do this is part of the reason why you enjoy listening to my podcast. It's not monotone. It's not boring. It's not repetitive. I can get really fired up and passionate. I can tone it down and chat more kind of calmly and low-key, etc. And then the final 70% is your body language. What does your body say about what you're teaching or talking about? Are you confident? Are you certain? Are you relatable? Are you building rapport? Is it uh, confrontational with the way that you stand in front of people? Is it welcoming? Is it friendly? There's all these little nuances to our body language that we're actually picking up on it when we're talking with people. And most of the time when someone's first getting into the world of personal branding, online marketing, any type of business venture, they're really, really nervous about speaking, right? They're like, what do I say? And that's only 10% of the formula. So actually how you say it and how your body language communicates is much more important to your effectiveness as a communicator and as a speaker, especially in sales, which really is just a transfer of enthusiasm, a transfer of energy, whether you believe something more strongly than the other person you're talking to doesn't agree with that. And that's why there's a saying in every interaction, there's always a seller, there's always a buyer, whether you're talking to your spouse, whether you're talking to your kids, whether you're talking to your employees, etc that communication is always being transferred. And the person who's most certain, who believes the strongest, has the most enthusiasm and energy being transferred into the other person is the one ultimately who's usually going to make their point come across in an effective way that results in real true change, right? In impact and moving the needle forward on the things that matter that are important. And lack of communication is usually the major culprit in why things don't work right when you think about relationships where there's a lot of uh confusion or not being on the same page with somebody like if you think about your relationship with your spouse usually when there's a breakdown in communication it leads to a lot of other issues right people assume stuff they have resentment they get frustrated they get angry they feel disconnected and so forth and being able to get back on the same page communicate openly, sharing our emotions our feelings our thoughts our goals, etc. allows us to feel connected. And once we feel connected, everything runs more smoothly in our personal lives in our friendships in our business relationships, etc. So anyways, my point of, of sharing this with you today is that I want you to consider just how valuable and how important being a great communicator and a great speaker is in your life. And have you been focused on learning and developing the skill set? more effectively. And if not, I encourage you to get started right away. Because whether you want to speak on big stages with thousands of people in a stadium, or just in smaller settings, or just on a Zoom call, leading your team and inspiring them to believe in themselves, to take action, to be able to give them feedback on their life or feedback on their business, or just in your family with your uh, partner and spouse or your children, no matter what, level or degree of communication you would like to step into it all still comes right back to being able to clearly and effectively communicate with each other other human beings right without that we're gonna have a very very difficult life and it's on us to focus on it it's on us to read about it it's on us to study and emulate individuals on youtube for example who give great speeches And not just listen to their words, not just listen to their message, but watch their body language, watch their tonality, listen for the cues and be able to choose and decide why do you like this speaker more than this speaker over here? And when you have that context, when you're listening to other people do these high level skills of communication, all of a sudden you're going to learn more about yourself. And for example, what I have done for many, many years, when I host my online zoom calls in my community i get into a flow state right the first few minutes i feel like i'm in my head i'm trying to start off but i develop these these cues and these cues are like a trigger for me to drop into flow state to trust myself that whatever flows through me from god from the universe is going to articulate my message effectively and i'm just the vessel that delivers the message and because i'm so present in the moment. There's nothing else on my mind. I'm not distracted. I'm not worried about what's going to happen after I'm finished or any of that stuff. It makes me super present to what I'm doing and I trust the words are flowing out of my mouth exactly as it's intended for the message that I would like to inspire you and speak into your life. And so one of the skills I did or habits I should say is that I would watch back my calls immediately and give myself a score, give myself uh, honest, critical feedback. And the thing that we need to value as individuals is feedback. Feedback is like the most important thing because if we're not seeking and asking for feedback, how are we going to get better? And most of us in society actually are scared of feedback because we don't know what people are going to say. And if they say something we don't want to hear, then we take it af- personally, we get offended, we feel insulted, we feel all these things that are not even the point. It's not what the person's trying to do to you necessarily, maybe sometimes, but usually they're wanting to help you. They're wanting to help you learn, help you grow. So we need to detach from taking things personally in every single area of our life and genuinely be curious and interested to ask for feedback. And sometimes what you'll find when you ask for feedback from certain people in your life is that you'll be pleasantly surprised at their point of view. Like they'll give you feedback on something and you'll think to yourself, huh, I would have never thought that you see me like that. Or I would have never thought that was your perception of me. Or that this particular thing that I do or say regularly bothers you, frustrates you, or you don't understand why I do something. And so all of a sudden, all these things become more clear and uncovered. Then you can take that, process it, make adjustments or improvements and get back to it. And so in my particular case, I always am open to feedback from anybody in my life. And I actually really appreciate it when somebody gives it to me without me even asking. And one of the, the keys to this is asking for permission. And that's a very powerful little nuance when you're communicating with people because have you ever had somebody give you like unsolicited advice, especially for those of you that are parents, right? We experience such an immense amount of unsolicited advice when we're becoming parents. Everybody has something they want to say, right? Do this, do that. This is right. This is wrong. This works. This doesn't work. And it's like so overwhelming because you're like, first of all, I had to figure this thing out. Second of all, I'm not you. So there's a nuance there. Also, my kid is not your kid. And so all these things make it so the advice is kind of not that useful unless you're in it, going through it, have something specific happen, and then you go and ask someone that you feel is a good representation of giving you advice on parenting because their kid is similar to your kid or you like their parenting style or their kids are really well-educated or smart or polite or well-behaved or these types of character traits that you would like your kids to have then it makes sense to go and seek that advice. But back to the point is if you can ask somebody, do you give me permission to let you know what I'm thinking or feeling about this topic? And the person says, yes, sure, of course, let me hear it. What happens in that case is that the likeliness of them getting insulted, offended, taking it personally goes way down because you had the respect to start off with saying, do you give me permission to share X? And once the person says yes, it's kind of like game on, right? So, one of the things that I do in my coaching and things like that is if I really want to give somebody tough love and tell them what they need to hear, not what they want to hear, I can start an entire coaching call right at the start. I say, does everybody give me permission to actually coach you, to actually tell you what you need to hear to have a transformation in your life? And if you agree, go in the chat right now and type yes. If you don't agree, then you should probably leave this call as I'm not speaking to you with permission and I'm overstepping the boundaries that you're not giving me. And you'll get a lot of respect from people when you do this. And so feedback, I feel, is the most valuable information we could always be seeking and asking for. And if you have the courage to ask someone directly, hey, listen, can you give me some feedback on my business? Can you give me some feedback on my personal brand? Whatever the case is. Uh, it becomes infinitely more valuable because you're actually running into the flames, right? You're like seeking it. You're curious. You're chasing it. You're going after it. And this is what makes a really effective leader and a really effective student because when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. But you have to remain a student in order to continue up leveling and being a great leader. But you have to go seek this out. So, in my case, th- this is the story just to give you some context of. I've been speaking for a long time, over a decade, very consistently. I'm very comfortable in the environment of coaching on Zoom, on online presentations. And I'm also pretty comfortable on stage as well, even though I don't do that as much. I probably speak anywhere from three to 10 times per year at the moment. And I'm looking to actually get on more stages outside of my specific community, specific company that I represent, and get onto some other opportunities in similar similar uh, demographics of like entrepreneurship coaches consultants personal development seminars or events and be a guest speaker there a keynote speaker and so that was where my mind is going okay what's the next decade of my life look like what type of opportunities would i like to create for myself and be in a position where i'm ready to do that more effectively so i know this guy who i met his name is keith And I met him a few years back. He's such a great guy. We didn't know each other a lot, but just through our social media content, you know, we have a a pretty good idea of who each other was. And then he shared that he wanted to teach people this framework, this formula that he has effectively used over his career. And he's spoken on like hundreds of stages, uh, actually used to put on a really big event himself a few years back. He was a stand-up comedian. And he just facilitates a different experience when he is speaking or giving a speech. And so I was like, this is a great opportunity for me to step further into my personal growth, develop my skills, and go and attend this, this mastermind. And it was supposed to be 10 other individuals, so nine plus me, and then two people that were facilitating it. So technically, there's only 12 people that would be all hanging out together for two full days. And the investment was five figures, it was 10 grand. And the thing that a lot of the times people get stumped on is they try to get the value, they try to get the ROI up front. So they're like, okay, I'm going to get two days for 10K and they try to justify the investment. And that's a really, really big mistake so many people make because you can't possibly see the full value until you fully invested in yourself and committed to yourself and played full out and shown up and, you know, got the most juice from the squeeze because you're there with very specific intentions you want to create a very specific outcome based on your goals and where a lot of people end up dropping the ball on this when we talk about the power of one on episode 11 and investing in yourself and going to events and going to masterminds and these intimate rooms with other people that you want to get to know right you want to network you want to grow your relationships with other cool people that are doing big things in life because success becomes lonely if you don't expand to people that are playing the game at a higher level because then you have so much more in common. You can relate to like the struggles, the adversities, the challenges that they're experiencing. And it's like, and me too. I've been through that too. So you end up having this camaraderie that without that, how would you, where else are you going to get that from if you're growing at a rapid rate? So anyways, the lessons that I want to share on today's episode is this. No matter what the cost of something is, whether it's a mastermind event, a ticket, so on, there is an infinite amount of value that's below the surface that you're not going to even be able to wrap your mind around until you've gone. That's the first thing. So what we think we're paying for is the offer, right? The offer was come for two days, improve your speaking level up your framework and if you feel like it wasn't valuable you know we'll give you like a full refund kind of thing so there was not that much information or context there wasn't a big sales page there wasn't this crazy checkout thing it was very low key and meant to be intimate to the point if it makes sense if it resonates with you you just go right And because I'm upgrading my personal brand and my brand new website and all the things that I'm working on as an entrepreneur is actually in development as we speak. I'll be ready roughly in a month from now. Part of my new site is speaking engagements, speaking opportunities. So being able to book me as a speaker at different events and so on and so on. And so when this came up, I was like, man, this is perfect timing. This is what I want. I want to improve. A lot of people always say to me, you're a good speaker. You know, I love listening to you. I love your voice, which is a big reason why I actually started my podcast, which I've shared with you guys before, is people kept asking me, you should have a podcast. You'd be great at this and so on. But sometimes we need to be very careful not to listen to our own press clippings or our positive feedback and let it get to our heads and think we're better than we actually are. And I always have to navigate this with like, thank you for the compliment. I appreciate your feedback. But deep down, I still have that, man, I'm not that good. I want to become better. I want to become great. I have to keep putting in time, energy to practice and expose myself in my blind spots, expose myself in the parts of my speaking that isn't very good. Maybe one of the big things I actually learned from this last couple of days in California was that I don't pause very much like that. I, I keep talking and I'm very quick to think about what I'm going to say next and I'm just fast paced. And in my head, all along, I'm just like, why would I slow down? You need to listen better. You need to listen faster. You can watch the replay. I got things I want to teach. I got things I want to say, and I'm not going to slow down just for you. And that was an egotistical perspective because what I learned by going to this thing the last few days was like, The effectiveness of your power as a speaker comes from letting people think about what you're saying, and they need that little bit of pause for them to calculate what you're saying, process it, think about it, and then go, yep, got it. Maybe give them a chance to write down something on a piece of paper or in their phone or iPad or whatever, and that's where your message actually lands, is they're like, oh, got it, and then you continue. And so that was an eye opener for me because I can do like a two hour coaching call or an hour call or an hour podcast pretty much with just breathing. But there's very few times where there's a pause in my next thought or my next message. So that was an eye opener as well. But the point that I'm making is like, you have these blind spots and until you invest in yourself, sometimes people might think it, they might feel it, but they don't feel qualified to give you that feedback. So they're like, well, he's a better speaker than me, even though they can still tell, hey, Balazs, it'd be nice if you slowed down a little bit so I could hear you better and understand what you're teaching me better. They're not going to say anything. They're only going to tell you the positives a lot of the time, or they might communicate behind your back, not necessarily in a malicious way, but just like they talk amongst themselves. Yeah, he's a really fast talker and I have a hard time learning or I have a hard time listening and it doesn't get back to me. So I'm not. I'm unaware. But in this environment, we all kind of had a pledge at the very beginning with two things that I thought were really cool and valuable. The first thing is we all thought of the most embarrassing story we could think of about our life, personal life, didn't matter. There was no real rules. But what's like the most embarrassing thing that you can think of that has happened to you? Everybody took a few minutes, wrote it down, and then we shared with everyone else. So we started off with getting to know these brand new people that we didn't know from anywhere else prior. I mean, a few of them knew each other, but they were all new connections for me. is like, we're just human beings, man. We all got some pretty embarrassing stories. We've been through some shit and that made us instantly more relatable and connected. So as a first piece is the rapport building was based on starting off by sharing something really embarrassing with each other. That was really cool. I liked that. And then the second part was a pledge that we're here to help each other learn, help each other grow, help each other improve. And that when we're being critical and giving feedback, it's to help the person. It's not to insult them. It's not to put them down. It's not for them to feel like they suck, any of that stuff. And everybody in the room was at a different level of speaking skills and speaking experience and so forth. And that was also very powerful and cool because we were all just like, got it. We're here to help each other win and improve and then show up as the person that you want everyone else to show up for you because we took turns speaking. So that was really cool as well. So as we got into it, we basically were focusing on a 10-minute speech. We each gave a 10-minute speech three separate times in two days, and then after each time, we got feedback on how we could do better, what was really great, what we could do to improve, so on. And what was really interesting for me was these people that I met were all successful, right? One guy has, uh, two of them actually have their own fitness businesses and they were like online coaches and they had, you know, one guy had like a two or three million a year business. The other guy had like a five million a year business. He was a former NFL player, super cool guy. They're, everybody was super cool. I got along with everybody. I really enjoyed the new connections and new friendships that were formed and started and just collaborating and being able to learn from other people. Like I learned so much. Uh, I tried my best to give value and like teach them some cool things as well to take away, go implement into their business. And one of the things that really stood out for me was that we underestimate the value of investing in ourselves. Because like I mentioned before, you want to have this guarantee like, okay, I'm going to pay 10 grand and I'm going to learn all this stuff for sure. Then I'll go, then I'll do it. Right. But what actually happens is that You're only going to understand maybe 10% of the value and your intuition's like, this is the right move. You know, if you play full out, you're going to learn, you're going to get better. There's no way that you're going to come home being worse than when you went, especially when you're developing a specific skill that you're looking to want to improve in, right? So I go down, we have this opportunity to connect and everybody there was successful financially, but they also had very little freedom and my talk because of my podcast, because of my brand, because of my highest value is all focused around freedom, time, freedom, financial freedom, freedom of choice, all the things that you already know, if you're listening to my show for a while, and as I start to communicate with the people that were there, I'm actually unknowingly developing my talk that is impacting them. Because they're thinking about what I'm saying. They're relating to some of the things in my story, some of the hardships that I've been through. And the conversation starts going like, well, what do you do? How does it work? Maybe we can collaborate. Maybe there's a way for me to create more freedom in my business and possibly work together have a joint venture or like take what I do and go and serve their people, their clients, their audience and vice versa. You know, maybe I can integrate what they teach to my audience and have this really beautiful connection and partnership. And all of this is happening because we all paid money to be in the room. We were all equals for those couple of days, admitting I could be better. I'm willing to make myself uncomfortable, look stupid, uh, say things that don't work, and then be willing to sit there and receive this critical feedback without taking it personally, without feeling like we suck or crying about it or going home, which is so impactful, so powerful. Then we had multiple meals together. I think it was like three or four different meals together, breaking bread, talking about each other's kids and families and where we grew up and what our goals were. And it was just so powerful because there was only six of us total. A few people couldn't make it. And that's another really powerful, important lesson for you guys is that the less people are in a room doing anything really, but specifically up leveling personal growth, business skills, business anything to do with like improving your cash flow or your skills or the areas of your life that can move the needle forward. If there's less people in the room, it's way more higher value because it's intimate. You know, if there's a hundred people in the room, what is the chances that you'll connect with all hundred people or learn about their children or their businesses or be able to have these in-depth conversations. It's not going to happen. So then there's this whole opportunity cost, which is still fine to attend larger events, of course. But there's a whole different set of skills that you need to develop of like, who am I going to spend my time connecting with? How do I sift and sort amongst all the attendees to make sure that I'm not talking to some random person that I can't really serve and help them and they can't really help me. And It's just kind of like filler talk to quickly be able to move on to someone that you can serve, you can help, they can help you and then have like those real lasting bonds and connections that you can grow and foster after the event. Yeah, it was really, really amazing and powerful. And now we're talking and communicating. We've changed information. We're looking at how do we integrate what I do with my business and help them and their clients and their audience have more freedom in their life also after they get results with their core offer and core curriculum that's kind of the next piece, you know? So I think that my, my lesson here for you guys is that don't stop doing the things that actually get you the results in your life. Like I've invested over $500,000 into my personal education and my business education in the last decade. And I just invested some more, right? Another 10 grand. And that's just for two days. And then, what I'm going to do now is inside of my Diamond Life Blueprint mentorship program, I'm going to teach the exact philosophies, the exact frameworks, give those exact lessons back to my Blueprint clients who pay less money than I paid for two days. And they pay this amount of money to be in the program. So just think about how powerful it is to be inside of my mentorship when I'm actually continuing to invest in my own education, in my own mentorship. And then I'm going to pay that forward and teach inside of my mentorship where you pay less. You're getting the same information, the same value for way less money. It's kind of silly to not be in my mentorship, if that makes sense. All right. And if that's you and you've been thinking about it, then there's going to be a button at the bottom in the show notes, where you can go to my Instagram or the official Diamond Life Instagram account and uh, book a call and see if it's a good fit for you. And you, I can teach you this stuff because I'm always g- going to keep leveling up. I'm always going to keep investing in my, my growth. And then I'm going to pass that knowledge on because I believe in the model of learn, do teach, right? So I just went and learned now I'm implementing it into my speaking, and then I'm going to be teaching it inside my mentorship program. The other point that I wanted to share with you guys is that when you are in this intimate setting, you give yourself an opportunity to showcase who you are, right? Your business, your brand, and build that know, like, and trust factor. Directly with the people in the room. So, your authority is being established in this indirect way without having to run ads, without having to do this other stuff. You're basically shortcutting the time that it normally takes to develop relationships online, especially because most of us are communicating with the majority of people in our lives through the internet these days. And you're able to kind of cut right to the chase and determine are we a good fit? Do we get along? Do we have rapport? And so on. The other big piece is that you'll have your problems solved by other members of the mastermind or you can help solve their problems. So even though we all paid money specifically to solve one problem and to uplevel our speaking skills, we didn't know what other problems the other members were able to solve in our life either, right? So as everybody starts to get to know each other and talk about this, is what I do, this is who I help, this is how it works you start to think to yourself, man, I got that problem too. So even though I'm here for this, I need that also. And that's a really, really powerful thing as well. And then being a go-giver of someone of value to other people there, I went around and I was listening to everything they were saying in their talks and their speeches and the small talk conversations. And I kept thinking to myself, what do I know or who do I know that could really help Them solve their problem without expecting anything in return. I wasn't expecting to be paid. I wasn't going to charge money. You know, now I'm going to get on some calls and do like a free consultation with some marketing and business advice that I feel I could provide, just some new ways of looking at things that maybe they don't see. I'm going to do that completely for free just to follow up with people. So the relationship is starting off by being a go giver, not a go getter or a go taker, right? The other part is that often people expect this magic pill. They're going to pay some money for a mentorship or a coach or an event and expect the results to just fall from the sky. It's like, I paid the money, where's the results? That's not how it works. Paying the money is just paying for admission, right? It's a different story. It's like, let's say you paid for admission and you went to something like a Disney World. You paid for admission, you stepped inside Disney World, then you sat down on the ground, and then you complain that Disney World sucks. It's like, well, did you go through the thing? Did you go on the rides? Did you go and watch any shows? Did you go have some food? Did you take some photos and have some great memories with your kids or your family? It's like, no, I just sat there on the ground, but I already paid to be here, and it wasn't as fun as I thought. It was a waste of my time. It was a waste of my money. You know? And then you go around and tell everybody that Disney World sucks. like, well, not quite how it works. And so the same applies to these types of opportunities. It's like, If you start to retreat, like you pay money and you're in the room and you play scared or you're worried about being vulnerable or being judged or, you know, you're in the back of the room just like letting everybody else do the work, letting everybody else participate, you don't put your hand up, you don't ask questions, you don't engage, then of course your experience is going to be 50%, 40%, 30% as good as it could be. And people do this in my mentorship program and my coaching program also. It's like they're in the program. They're on the live calls and they've never asked a question. They've never put their hand up. They've never participated. And so, even though they're in the program, they kind of don't exist in my reality because there's no engagement. There's no relationship. On the flip side, there's a small percentage of people five to 10% of the people in the mentorship who are constantly asking questions. They're constantly engaging in the Facebook group. They're constantly, I need help. This is where I'm at. Here's what I'm going through. Balaj, can you help me? And I know who they are and I'm developing a friendship and a relationship with these people because I'm invested in their success. I'm invested in their growth because I know so much because they keep sharing. So the point is that you can pay money to be in something, participate in something and still not get a lot of value in it because the attitude going into it is completely off. It's I paid so I should receive an entitlement energy rather than I paid and now I have to prove myself. Now I have to earn the value. I have to seek and ask for the value. And then once I receive the value, I need to implement and execute and then go back and get some more additional value and more additional coaching. And in this particular case, when I was there in California, there was the third time that we were about to speak, right? We had a break for 30 minutes to like refine it before we gave our speech for the third time. And uh, the host, Keith, was like, everybody can do whatever. Go outside, sit here. It's up to you. We'll put on some music, whatever. And during that 30 minutes, none of the other people went up to Keith to ask his point of view. I went up to him three times in 30 minutes. And I was like, here's, I I wrote it out. I'm like, here's what I'm thinking about saying. Here's like my angle. I'm going to move this to the front, move this to the back. How do you think this lands? Am I, you know, applying the framework that we've been learning for the last two days effectively? And I'm like up in his face and he loved it. He kept looking up at me, nodding his head. He's like, "Yeah, man, he's like, this is great. I'd move this over here and maybe this would be more effective over here. And then of course, when I went up and did my, my thing, he was really loving it, right? But we, what a lot of people didn't realize is we co-created it. Yes, it was my talk. Yes, it was my topic. And yes, all that. But I didn't uh, fear the feedback, right? I actually wanted it. I'm like, come on, man you're the pro, I'm paying you to help me with this. And he's sitting there literally basically waiting, like if anyone wants to come up to me, he didn't say it specifically. Like, I think he mentioned something like, if you need anything, let me know, you know, very brief and vague. But I'm like, this guy's right here waiting to basically coach. He's waiting to give feedback. He's waiting to make an impact and add value. So I took advantage of it. Nobody else did. That's a great example of how some people get more from certain opportunities than others. And then the ones who apply themselves the most are always going to be the ones who are the star clients, the star students, the ones who make the biggest impact and shifts and changes in their life. So my final thought on this episode is that continue doing the things that got you to where you are, but at a higher level. I know that investing in myself is always going to pay the highest returns. You know, even though a lot of people will think you've spent 500 grand or it's it's way more than that now. It's probably like 700 grand or something like that. I kind of lost track and stopped counting, but that's, what's gotten me to where I am in my life. And when you look at these investments, you're most likely missing what is actually going to happen. Because let's say I leave my house. Okay. And I wasn't going to leave my house, but I'm leaving my house specifically to go attend this event. That means I have to travel from my house to the airport. Then I have to walk around the airport. There's people everywhere. Then I'm going to get on an airplane. There's people sitting all around me. Then I'm going to get off the airplane and take an Uber or something to the event. Then I'm going to stay at a hotel. There's people in the hotel. So there's this direct opportunity with the concept of the power of one where every single human being that I possibly can interact with from the moment I leave my house to the moment I return home, I wouldn't have met. I wouldn't have interacted with if... I didn't choose to say yes to this particular type of event that I attended. So in my mind, I've taught myself like Blosh from the second you leave the house, have your extra awareness open to who's where. Who are these people? How are they looking at you? Are they making eye contact? Are they being friendly? Are they asking you a question? How can you engage them? How can you introduce yourself? How can you say hello? How can you ask them what they're doing? More than usual, because I'm like, maybe who I'm supposed to meet and what transformation could occur in my life or my business is actually not even going to be at the specific event. It might be leading up to it, the event or on the way home from the event. And so my senses are heightened all across the board because I'm aware that those people could actually be the real reason why I paid the money and said yes to go. Does that make sense what I'm saying? So, you know, in your life right now, try to think Where am I putting myself in opportunities where expansion and quantum leaps are more likely to happen? The majority of people are talking to their family, their friends, their coworkers, lounging around their house, doing the same old, same old, the routine is very mundane. And it's like, at what point are you supposed to meet new people that can transform the direction of your life? They're not engaging with people online. They're stalking people, they're watching people, they're not commenting, they're not sending DMs, they're not creating literally seeds of opportunity. Because the more shots you take, the more likely it is that something's going to go in the basket. Does that make sense? So it's like, I suck at shooting. How many times have you taken a shot? Well, I don't shoot because I suck at shooting and it's not going to go in. It's like, okay, I get it. But how many times have you tried to improve your shooting to go in the net? Well, I just don't do it. This is how most people think they're like, I'm not good with people. I'm not good at asking questions. I'm shy. I'm introverted. All the excuses in the world. And it's like, if you just did the thing and you just went into it being like, let's just see how this thing goes. Uh, you're always going to come back pleasantly surprised at like, man, this was life changing. This was going to transform my business. Cause you can learn one little diamond nugget, one little tip, one little paradigm shift, One little something that would be worth way more than $10,000 to me in my business. And if I was to quickly think about how many of those diamond nuggets I received in like a two day event traveling down to California and whatnot, I probably had 20, 25 that I could look back on in the future and go, those 25 specific connections, thoughts, ideas, implementations, paradigm shifts, whatever you want to call it, here's my ROI. And more importantly, ROE and ROL, right? Return on energy, return on life is like, there is so much significant impact that happens specifically because I said yes. So final thought is make sure that part of your job income, part of your business income, a percentage of that, like let's call it 10%, maybe 25%, depending on how much you're earning right now, is going into a separate bank account that is the, you know, SNME 500, like Alex Hormozzi says, SNME 500 fund, where this money is being allocated specifically for you to invest in yourself. And then as opportunities come up, it might be like my mentorship program. It might be an event, an industry event. It might be a speaking thing like I just attended, whatever it might be based on what you need to learn next. What is the highest priority skill? that you should improve on next, you have the money from every paycheck, from every commission, from every bonus that you're putting away, putting away, putting away. So then when someone says it's 10 grand to come and do this thing, you're not like, Oh, I don't, I can't afford it. I go to save up. Right. Instead, you're just like, cool. Let me check the investment fund into my education. There it is. Okay. There's 25 grand in there. 10 grand. Got it. I'm there. Does that make sense for you? So put money aside specifically to invest in yourself because it's always, always going to pay the highest returns until you're like making 10 million plus dollars per month. There's probably nothing that is more impactful than investing in yourself, up-leveling your skills, and then being aware of all the many levels of additional value and benefit that is possible for you to... Learn in these environments. Like I'm positive that out of the uh, five other individuals that I met, that were all badasses, super cool guys, really got along with them. Just in the business joint venture collaborations that we will do together in the next 12 to 24 months, I'll probably make anywhere from 500 to a million dollars just from that—500 grand to a million dollars from a $10,000 investment and two days in LA like what not to mention my speaking abilities that i have many speaking engagements coming up in the next few months i literally have maui tonight we're going to maui for a week i'm going to go see my team there there's uh, uh, at least 20 people that i'm going to hang out with from my team then i'm going to be going to bali and new zealand in june there's going to be about 60 people there and then i'm going to be um, speaking to hundreds of people in new zealand so bali's like 60 new zealand's like hundreds of people then I'm going to be traveling to London, UK in August, probably 200-ish people there. Then Sweden, at least 100 or 200 people there. So just imagine I went there to improve my speaking abilities. That's going to transform my effectiveness of speaking with the people that I'm going to be seeing in my business over the next three, four months. But not only that, these extra bonus relationships, collaborations, joint ventures, all that is like cherry on top of the cake. That is extra. That's also going to give me this insane ROI financially, but also with relationships and just leveling up in all different ways. So you can do the same thing. It might not be a two day, $10,000 thing. It might just be as simple as invest, investing in the Diamond Life Accelerator as a starting point for you. Surround yourself with someone like me. You can ask your questions to me. You can show up every two weeks with anything you need support with inside of your life and business. And I promise you that when you stick with me and you learn long time, you'll have these same sorts of ideas like, okay, I invested to get mentorship from Balazs, but I also met these people in this community that also taught me this thing, that leveled me up over here. Then I made this brand new friend, then whatever. And when you look back in six months, 12 months, 18 months, compared to what you paid to be in the mentorship and the ROI that you got, the ROE, the ROL, that you receive from making that conscious decision to level yourself up, you're going to look back and go, it's literally priceless, like, wow, I can't even believe how much value I received. All right. I love you. I appreciate you. If you got value from this, share this with your friends, share this with your team. And I'll see you again on the next episode. Take care, my friends. Bye-bye. I hope you found something useful here to help you unlock more freedom in your life. We're just getting started. So if there's something you wanna hear or a guest you want me to have on the podcast, shoot me a message at the diamond life mentor on Instagram and let me know. You can discover incredibly helpful resources and more ways to build your diamond life now at my website, blogwcardos.com. At the end of the day, this is all about bettering yourself and helping others. So if you think you can help someone else by sharing this podcast, That would be the ultimate win for me. And of course, subscribe so you don't miss the next one. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening.